Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. We got there, Gail's coffee. <laughs> this is uh... <laughs> What you got there? A Gail's, Gales. coffee. Gail's. Have you heard of Gail's? Yeah, I heard of Gail's. Yeah. No one's really called Gail stuff, anymore, isn't it? Gail. Yeah. Gail Porter. Gail Porter's the only one I can think of. Gail. What other names? Or the, the obvious. Uh, you can't really call anyone. Gail's gone. You can't really call anyone um, Harvey anymore. I was just about to say that. Yeah, you can't. The Harvey's out the window. I feel Harvey's gone. Harvey's gone. Donald. Donald. That's been gone for a while. <laughs> a, a lot of um, they just like you just don't hear of them anymore, do you? Like uh, no one. Gary. Gary. No more Garys. Alan. Alan. Paul. I would say. <laughs> Paul. There's no baby pools. Oh, was can I? I'm going to put it out there. And to any pools or Allens or Glens or Garys. Yeah. There. Barrys, I'm putting it in there. Barry. That is a lazy name from a parent. Yeah. That's just a parent. It's lazy. That's a parent just gone. This is like the middle child. Let's just call it Gary. Yeah. Well, I think Aaron is the laziest name. Because <laughs> it's double It's the first in the <laughs> baby name book. Oh, uh, Aaron. Aaron. <laughs> done. What were you going to be called before you were called Lucy? What do you mean? What's that? Mean? I'm sorry. I thought your <laughs> what, first name was Lucy. What question is that? <laughs> what would you be called? What would your surname be if it wasn't Lucy? No. What are you going to be called if you weren't Tom? If, if I was Lucy. a girl. <laughs> yeah, if you were a girl, what are you going to be called? I think, I, I actually think if I was a girl, I was going to be called India. Uh, so was I. Really? Yeah. India Lang. Yeah, that's what I was going to be called. India Lang. India Lucy. India Lucy's quite nice. Are you James? James, Christened. What, what age did you tell everyone, hey, listen, call me Jamie? Never. But there was a period in my life when I said to everyone, call me James. Really? Yeah, at the beginning, when I, I left, I went from a school from 8 to 12. Yeah. Obviously, like, yeah. Most, kids, like most kids do. Okay. Well, so hang on. So you went at 8, <laughs> came out at 12. Yeah. And then I, and then I, you know, I worked for a bit. <laughs> I uh-huh. thought I should probably go back to school. No, I, um, <laughs> I then went from uh, to my next school. Mm-hmm. And when I arrived at my next school, I was like, Oh, did you do that thing where you're like, I'm going to reinvent myself? Not reinvent, but I was I'm like, James. Now I was like, this would be. I feel like James is like. A, did like, you ever like try and start your own nickname at school? Did you ever go like? Uh, yeah, I did. Bear. Hey, a lot of I don't know if you've heard. A lot of people are calling me. <laughs> 
Brett. Brett. Whatever it would be. What did you say your nickname was? I think I tried to get TJ going for a while because my middle name's James. I thought TJ was quite cool. So I think I tried to get that going. Did that, really not, did that not work out? I was the only one who called myself TJ. Hey, uh, people call me TJ. And they're TJ. like, no, they're not. A lot of people are calling me TJ. What was your nickname? People called? actually, a lot, they like full name me. They say my full name a lot. I full name you? Yeah. Tom Lucy. A lot Lucy. of people do. Because it's quite short. Yeah, but also I think it is a real punch. Mm. So I feel like you're, you're Tom, Tom Lucy. Tom Lucy, yeah. It's not just Tom. No, no. You're Tom Lucy. Yeah. Um, hello, everyone. Welcome to a bonus episode of Private Parts. Yes, as you can probably hear, we're with Tom Lucy. We were meant to be recording... TJ. TJ's here. TJ. TJ we were meant to... James Lang. TJ. <laughs> you don't really suit James. <laughs> okay. I, don't, I, don't, I can't see you as a James. Yeah. Jemima you don't Lang. really suit that face. <laughs> no, I just can't see you as a James. Yeah, because I'm fun and young, right? That's what it is. Mm, yeah, I guess. Tom's hungover. I knew a little bit. What, where were you last night? Ugh. Come on, give it to me. Not that brothel again. <laughs> <laughs> Not that one again. <laughs> Come on. Um, where were you? I had a gig last night. Oh, it... <laughs> where was it? Top Secret Comedy Club. Oh, get out of town. You got drunk before you got on stage? Big time. Oh, come on. No, no, no. Afterwards, afterwards. You, you don't go drunk on stage, do you? No, no, no. Not Why any, not? Not anymore. <laughs> not after the incident. <laughs> People find me drunk quite um, unnerving because I don't really change much when I'm drunk. I'm exactly the same. You are the same. I'm exactly the same. <laughs> That's really For weird. psychopath. <laughs> so I don't like... Um, I'm not, no one can tell if I'm drunk or not. It's <laughs> just really terrifying. <laughs> it's weird, isn't it? Are you drunk? No. I could be hammered right now and you wouldn't know. <laughs> you've seen you me. You change a lot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you, on the other hand. You've seen me drunk. Yeah. Do I change when I'm yeah, drunk? Yeah, you change a lot. You seem to, you seem to just want to show everyone your genitals when you're drunk. <laughs> Why is that? Let's get into that. Why I is that? Just don't know. Is it a boarding? Is it a boarding school thing? Maybe it's a boarding school thing. I don't know. What Posh boys like to show each other our penises a lot. I think I think nakedness at school was the only exciting thing mm. that used to happen. So I think that's what happened. So you don't get. When was the last time you were like hammered, like absolutely hammered? Well, I've worked out after how many years of drinking. So I, probably, I think you've you've slowed down a bit. I've you? slowed down massively. I, I when I I started drinking. What age did I get really drunk? The first time I ever got drunk was in Val de Lobo in Portugal. Mm -hmm. And I drank... Geckos. Yeah, geckos. I drank... They used to give us these shots. Yeah. At Gold Strike and Absinthe. Okay. Okay, you used to take these oh shots. Yeah, you and, started on Absinthe. Yeah, straight straight. Away. So Absinthe. And then you had this stuff called Gold Strike. And the rumor was that Gold Strike had these little flakes in them. And mm. they were apparently gold. And mm. when you drank it, it cut your throat and so the absinthe would get into your bloodstream quicker. <laughs> that is mental for a 14-year-old to be drinking that. <laughs> that is absolutely is mental. Is that how you started? And I remember, I remember the first time I got very drunk, 14 years old, went down to the Pracker. And uh -huh. it, was at the, it was at the time, this is really weird, this is a real weird tick that I have. Mm. It was at the time that OC was on, mm -hmm. Orange, Orange County yeah. OC mm -hmm. with Marissa and some of that TV show, Ryan. Yeah. It's a great TV show. And in it, um, Brad or Harvey, uh -huh. whoever the, the, the douchebag like jock is, yeah. he punches Ryan, one uh -huh. of the main characters in the face, <laughs> and goes, Welcome to the welcome to the um, welcome to the dark side, bitch. This is how we do it in Orange County. Oh my god. I had a tick every single time that I went down to the pracker. 
I used to say to anyone I was with, welcome to the dark side, bitch. <laughs> this is how we do it in the pracker. Oh <laughs> I used God. to walk Would in. you punch them in the face? <laughs> I wouldn't punch them, no. <laughs> anyway, we would then do it and then do a shot. Is oh, this in Valdelobo? It's in Valdelobo. Mm. And the same year is the when I was sitting there and uh, John Terry was there. And I okay. said hello to then years later, mm -hmm. John Terry came up to me and said hello to me, which is an interesting thing. Did anyway, he did he remember you from Valdo? He didn't remember me, but he, I said, Oh, I met you a few years ago here, John. He went, Oh, did you? Okay, that's very nice. He said, Did you? Fuck off. <laughs> and he went, said, Who are you? <laughs> and I said, Welcome to the dark side, bitch. Yeah. Anyway, we were drinking Gold Strike and Absinthe. And I was drinking, drinking, and I was getting very drunk. Uh -huh. And I didn't realize, because I didn't, I was 14, I didn't really understand alcohol, what it did, all that yeah. kind of stuff. And the last thing I remember is walking across a little bridge, which is in this sort of area in Bad Lobo. Mm. And Danny from McFly mm -hmm. was walking towards me. And I remember thinking, that's Danny from McFly. It's the last thing I remember. And then I woke up in hospital. Oh my God. Yeah. Why are there so many weird, famous people hanging around? Well, I don't know, it's John really... Terry and Danny from McFly. I think I think it's like it's you know. They're sure, got... you haven't been in the jungle. It sounds like the lineup of this year's <laughs> I'm a celebrity. It's I think it's um, it's next to a beach. Yeah, it's got golf there. It's easy to get to. Same time zone. Um, um, Philip Schofield has a house there. Philip Schofield, and Peter Holly Jones, Holly Willoughby. And they they didn't fucking wait for it. Sophie Habu's mum straight to the front of the line. So those houses. I know. Don't even like, Jesus. Uh. Did you go and see the Queen? I didn't go and see the Queen. Did you go and see the Queen? No. Why did you say I that? Have so, done it. I, are you drunk? You're being intimidating. <laughs> <laughs> I tell you, I would have done if it was an open casket. But I don't see. I don't see the point in queuing for a closed casket. Is that is that bad? <laughs> I honestly don't understand why you'd walk past a closed box. <laughs> like, I'd do it if you could see it. What well, if it was glass? Yeah. <laughs> so I'd go to that. It's quite handy. Have you seen that's the video? Quite, Have you that's seen quite, the... no, what is, um, what is the, uh, the artist who puts the shark in there? Oh, uh, Damien Hurst. It's quite Damien Hurst, that would be, wouldn't it? Have you seen the video of the guy... Someone who queues to see the Queen like jump, like tries to runs at the box and tries to open it, and he just gets tackled by all these yeah, of course. beef eaters. I, I love that. And they kick the, they kick the shit out of it. <laughs> they don't. They do. Literally, this guy is walking past and he just bolts towards the box, and they all fucking bundle on him. All these beef eaters. I, I, um, I you ever met the Queen? I never met the Queen. I love. I just. I love. I really? love. Love. Love the Queen. Or, mm. uh, I just. Yeah. I just think. So, uh, you know, it doesn't matter if you're, or it doesn't matter if you're a royalist or like the monarchy or whatever it is or whatever your your um, opinions are. Just what an amazing lady! Mm. I mean, that is firstly how you, just the amount of respect and the amount mm -hmm. of um, dedication and the amount of honor she had throughout her life. That's just amazing. Never did an interview. Never spoke. Never did a podcast. Never did a podcast. She's just a wonderful. Tried wonderful to lady. tried to get her on. 
Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. So, so when was the first time you got drunk? Um, um, when was the first time you remember getting very drunk? Very drunk. Well, again, I don't, I mean, I, I don't, I, um, maybe about 15, 16. Threw up? At school. Threw up? Threw up, yeah. 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 What did you drink? Champagne? Prosecco? Wine? It's one of those ones. Uh, no, I think it was like vodka. I think it was oh, like, you did just a vodka? Because like, it was, you know, back in those days, you would just, people would just buy like really cheap, horrible vodka. Yeah. And just drink it with like lemonade. We did that. We sat in Hyde Park, me and my friend Toby Gonsania. Shout out to you, Toby. And we poured gin. Toby Gonsania. Toby Ugonsania. Toby Ugonsania, what a great guy. He, he had three brothers. Mm. And then his mum and dad said, oh, we're going to have one more. Decided to have one more. And they were a quad. Oh, my God. He had two brothers, two twin brothers, one twin brother and two twin sisters. They were a quad. Oh my God. That is hectic. Shit. Anyway, we sat in Hyde Park and we got a, a plastic glove filled it with gin and put a bit of <laughs> and put a bit of tonic in it and drank it and on the way home he threw up on the guy on the train next to him and the, and the guy was like in his 50s he said if i wasn't having such a good day i'd punch you <laughs> why did you go to hyde park i don't know because it was just sat in the park yeah we just sat in the park you still do that now don't you <laughs> yeah when i'm sad yeah <laughs> take a glove of gin and sit in the park weirdly i said so i just only drink i always drink out of a glove <laughs> i yesterday i went to the, uh with my friend to the to the pub during the day mm to have a drink and before I, and your I, comedy thing. yeah there's like in the afternoon so you did I, get you were no i had one beer before the gig and oh, i yeah. said to my friend i don't like being in pubs during the day because it makes me feel like a real loser do you know what i mean i i, 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 I well, yeah, being but, in a pub like during the day makes me feel like my life's gone badly i think there's a, a generational thing though this is i think i think drinking is a generation so my grandmother or my grandfather whatever they would have like a gin and tonic for lunch yeah it was, it was it was sort of there was this very much like social they were all of them drank too much mm. but it was it was more social drinking my parents were a lot of social drinking. our generation is binge drinking mm. so what we do stupidly right or wrong is we don't drink all week mm -hmm. oh i can't do that can't do that and then we just nail it at the weekends friday yeah. saturday whatever it it's is it's a british thing i think isn't it it's a, maybe it's a british thing and then oh god i can't do that again oh rang, 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 mm -hmm. and then do the same thing on the weekend and that's a really bad attitude to have. Nothing all week and then Saturday morning wake <laughs> up in a Moldovan prison. Like, I'm not going to drink anymore. I'm done. Um, so wait, so when did you, when did you get drunk? The first time Probably like 15, 16, maybe yeah. at school. Puking People used to sneak alcohol into school. Yeah. Yeah. Remember those days? Yeah. God, it was just so great. I miss being a kid. I do. I remember my dad said, no, my mum saying to me, these are the greatest years of your life. And I was like, what? <laughs> what, when you were like 14? I was, yeah, and I was like, surely this can't be. That's not true either, is it? No. And then, 14 is not the best age of your life. No. And then Fucking my dad saying, I remember saying to my dad, my mum has said this and she said, she's lying. How old are you now? 24. 20, what are you, 30? 30, <laughs> 33. See, I think 33 could be a contender for 
best age of your life. Thirties are pretty fun. Yeah, thirties are pretty fun, and I'll tell you why. Does 30s. it scare you that you're in the you're you're in your best year now? No, because my mum said her forties were the best. Really? Yeah. She got, she was she was single then. Somebody said to me they were like, "You're twenty in your twenties. You're like you're trying to tell everyone." what like you know you're trying to tell everyone what you want to do in your 20s and then in your 30s you're trying to you're trying to like do what you want to do and in your 40s you just don't care anymore well uh, in asian culture they say that your 30s are where you work your hardest and your 40s are where you reap the rewards so that yeah so so your, your 30s are you, where you're meant to grind supposedly that's yeah. where you're meant to really knuckle down because 20s you're, you're discovering all these different things you're like okay what do i not want to do and what do i want to do and then you're 30s is when you go for it and then 40s i met this guy yesterday who's 20 because this is for any university kids who've just finished university <clears throat> when you finish university that year is called the lost year that like psychologically is called the lost year because what happens is you come out and you don't really know what to do mm. so you call it the lost year um i was chatting to this guy and where the hell was i going <laughs> sorry <laughs> <laughs> the lost yeah, year. i'm drunk i think <laughs> What the hell was I trying to say with it? Should we both have some absinthe and gold? <laughs> yeah, yeah. What's it called? Gold. Gold and strike an absinthe. Yeah, let's have some of that and we'll come I back. I had a really poignant point here. It's called the lost year. Anyway, it is, it's called the lost year. And you then you then come out of, you basically discover what you don't want to do in life. Yeah. Because when you're younger, you're like, I'm going to be a um, engineer. I'm mm-hmm. going to be an archaeologist. I'm going to be a doctor, whatever it is. And then you realize that life is long and boring and hard and tough and work is not that fun yeah so i think when you get to your 30s you finally discover what you kind of want to do did you find turning 30 quite scary yeah i I had a a really bad time turning turning 28 was bad for me 28 28 was bad for me because why 28 because people were getting married um your gang that you're around all the time starts to drift because people get more serious with their jobs People I already, I can feel that happening now. To you? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, it happens. Yeah. Shit, you're in for a real ride, baby. Mm. It's really annoying. You're, I'm you're... going to my first wedding in November. Yeah, but you're you're in a loving relationship as well. I I, I definitely wasn't. I, I just, I felt very lonely. In your 20s? Yeah, towards the end of my 20s, I felt really lonely because <clears throat> I'd gone from family to boarding school. Boarding school the entire time to 18, around everyone all the time. Mm. Then university, around everyone all the time. Then 23 to 27, round everyone all the time. And then 28 is when everyone started getting married or, or getting proper jobs. Or, or So then you suddenly looked around and everyone wasn't there anymore. Mm. And then I went to Hyde Park with a glove. <laughs> <laughs> and drank from it. And I was like, Toby, where are you? <laughs> Toby? That's, kind of, that's quite poignant, actually. Yeah, so I think that's what mm. happens. And then I read this article about how, how men feel lonely. Men feel really lonely. Mm. And, and that's like a, not a fun thing because, you know women typically will in a great way will will gossip with each other so they'll gossip with their friends about yeah. um, anything mm. where men don't really do that and so men have to be friends to other men in order to keep a friendship yeah because we you know you and i are probably unique in that way but i know friends of mine who won't keep in contact unless you keep in contact with them yeah yeah and so then what happens is, is that they become lonely and there was this big article about how men feel lonely they feel very lonely and especially in their 30s i don't think men are very we're not programmed to communicate much no we're not anywho um so are you happy now 33 <laughs> I, feel, I feel is that like, a good age 33 i i would say that yeah 33 is are you looking forward to your late 30s no and your 40s? no i would like to i would i can't I would, imagine you in your 40s 
What do you think your What do you think your vibe's gonna be in your forties? Are you gonna, do, are you gonna, gonna change get, like the way you dress? I and... think I'm gonna get heavily into leather. I'm just gonna wear leather, leather jackets <laughs> all the time. Because I like the idea that you go through like you go through phases like yeah. David Bowie did. You re- every five years you change your look. I might do that. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go. I'm just gonna wear dungarees and leather jackets. Okay. <laughs> okay. okay. And a lot of denim and leather. A lot of denim and leather. What about suits? Would you ever become a suit guy? Uh, maybe. Maybe that's my in your forties, my fifties, maybe. I think. Yeah. And dress 50s, my kids in yeah, suits yeah, as well. Suits. And dress all my kids in suits. Yeah. I like that. Yeah, it's quite cool. See, I, I would love to wear suits now, but I'm way too young. If I started wearing suits all the time, I'd look like an estate agent. I'd look like I worked for Savills <laughs> if I started wearing suits all the time. You have to be a bit older when to When I that wear off. suits, because I'm quite short, they look too big on me. <laughs> Why are you wearing your dad's suit? <laughs> Do you have to get them tailored? Oh, yeah. Oh, you yeah, boy. Oh, oh yeah, boy. And now I've been hitting the gym. Yeah. Do those tailored expensive suits, <laughs> way too small for me. I just have to go and get more tailored suits. I never wear them. Waste of money. Do you know what happened to me with my suit? This is no word of like, I got a tailored suit. I was so excited. Mm. I tried it on. I was like, this is absolutely amazing. I was like, thank you so much, mm. suit man. I took it from him. I put it on the front of my Vespa, which has a little like thing, like <laughs> cage thing. Basket. I, yeah, yeah, no, not a basket. Like it's like a, um, like, like, Box? A, like a folder clip. It like holds oh, it okay. in there. Yeah. And I put it on there and I drove back all the way. And on the Vespa, it has a light on it the uh-huh. entire time. The light burnt through the back of the suit. <laughs> burnt through the back of the suit. Couldn't believe it. Your expensive tailored suit. Couldn't believe it. That's so funny. The, 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 I got an MOT test on my, I need change it to like a hot lamp. <laughs> burnt it. That was amazing. Anyway, guys, uh, probably end of the bonus episode there. A lot of stuff for you to dwell on. A lot of stuff to digest. Yeah, a lot of stuff to digest. <laughs> we talked we about a lot there. Talk about alcoholism. <laughs> Europe's toughest prisons. Um, um listen we have a great episode on friday um so please come back for that remember please send us loads of messages we'd love to hear from you dm us at private podcast we'd love to hear all of your stories oh can i plug my show yeah you can yeah 20 23rd of october 23rd of october. leicester square theater leicester square doing a theater. big show big show it's selling one night one night only well i'll be there yeah it's selling well but it, it's still still a few left <laughs> But it is doing well. But there's still a few left. 27th. 23rd of October. <laughs> Fucking hell. 27th of February. <laughs> 20, 23rd of February. Joanne 20, McNally. 20, <laughs> 23rd of October. Yeah, Leicester Square Theatre. 23rd of October. It's a Sunday night. Oh my it's God. It's a West End Theatre. We have to do it on a Sunday because... Big boy, I am there. Because I, the, I that's, when all the, that's when the West End has a night off. 23rd of October, Leicester Square Theatre. Put, it in, go put it in your diary. Put it in your diary. We'll go and get the tickets first. Go and get Tom's. Go and buy Tom's go tickets. Go and get my tickets. Um, get them up. Go onto his Instagram, check it out. All right, guys, have a great week. We'll see you later. Goodbye. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quinn's. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. 
Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Mm. 